the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you a Christian leader, entrepreneur, or lifelong learner seeking to unlock your leadership potential? Dr. Derek Greer's Renaissance Leadership Network provides you with biblical principles and practical life lessons from top leaders, influencers, and experts across the world. It's time to remove limitations and start seeing world-class measurable results in your ministry, business, or otherwise. Go to rlnleadership.com and register for our next free monthly leadership session. That's rlnleadership.com. You are listening to the Live Big Broadcast with Bishop Derek Greer, the radio ministry of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. We're so glad you joined us, and we pray that you are strengthened and transformed by God's Word today. Are you ready? Let's get into the Word as we continue the teaching from our previous broadcast. So this is not a light thing Timothy's dealing with. And Timothy's thinking, well, you know, if I just back up from Paul a little bit, you know, Paul, you know, he'll forgive me, and I'll just back away, you know, a little bit. And, and then that, that, you know what, people are leaving my church every Sunday. And that's what was happening. People weren't coming back. Because who wants to be associated with an arsonist? Who wants to be associated with people that are at odds at the go- with the government? But here's the reality. I know some of the message in this book is at odds with our current government and our past government. But I'm going to keep preaching this word. You hear what I'm saying? No matter what people say, the government say, I'm going to stay in this book. I remind you, the answer to Timothy's crisis was a simple reminder. Not condemnation, but a reminder how soon we can forget all God's done with us or for us, especially when it hurts. I mean, all he did for Timothy, all the miracles he saw, but it's just amazing. When when it hurts, you can get so focused on your pain, you can forget what God has done, and you can even forget who you are. He said, I remind you, Here's a reminder. Stir up the gift of God. James 1 and 17 says, every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. Actually, when we stir up the spiritual gifts that are in us, we are stirring up our perfections. He was reminding Timothy that God had given him already everything he needed to get through this crisis. And I want to remind you today, you have everything you need. You already have it to get through the crisis. Now here's where the black eye comes in. Are you still with me? 
The problem was not Timothy's inadequacy. The problem was Timothy's negligence. He stopped stirring up. He began to get so consumed with the worries that the fire got cold. You see, the imagery here in the Greek is not, as, not really stirring up a pot as much as stirring up a fire about to go out. The problem was not that something was missing in Timothy. The problem was Timothy had lost his intensity. How many of us were once on fire for God? But then life started kicking sand on your fire. Marital hurts. Church hurts. Medical hurts. Singleness hurts. Sometimes everything just hurts in life. But Paul was not just preaching a sermon, he was living a sermon. Because in that cesspool of a circumstance, he was still praying for others, thinking about others. There was still a joy about Paul that the world didn't give and the world could not take away. Therefore, Timothy, I remind you to stir up the gift of God. It was not that the problem was too hard for Timothy, but that Timothy's fire burned too low. The problem is not that life is too difficult, but that our fires are burning too cold. Passion produces energy. I get the privilege of watching my sons with, with their, their, their young ladies, and particularly with, with, with my, my, my youngest son and, and his young lady, um, there's an energy when the two of them are in the same room. His eyes are all big, and, and he's all sharp and on point. They're just an energy. Just a, you can feel it when you walk in the room. Because passion produces energy. Okay, so, so you don't want to go to church anymore. Check your fire. You don't want to serve anymore. Check your fire. You, you, you don't, you, maybe you feel scared all the time. Check your fire. The solution to Timothy's problem was a reminder. I remind you, Timothy, to stir up the gift God has already given you. Timothy, God has already given you all the raw materials you need to be successful in this life. The only thing you got to do is stir it up. You see, the good stuff is at the bottom of the soup. You got to stir it up. Concrete is just sand until you add water and stir it up. Faith is dead until you stir it up with works. Say, Bishop, you don't know. I tried that before. You don't know how, 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 how hard I've fallen. Well, here's the deal. The worm is the only animal that can't fall down. If you fell down before, at least you know you're not a worm. There's still hope for you. You are in the image and likeness of God. God has a chance and a purpose, a hope and a future for you. 
stir up. We're going to end at seven, so I'm going to sew you up in the end. Stay, stay with me. Stir up the gift of God, which is in you. As I was praying, I was feeling, Lord, I'm doing, I have some other responsibilities and the rest. And Father, Lord, saying, boy, don't back up. I, I, I didn't build you like that. He who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom. He's saying, son, for the mountain I need you to climb, the issue is not how high the, high, high the mountain as much as how stirred are you. Because nothing is impossible for those who believe. Timothy, well, Paul believed the world of Timothy. He said, Timothy, if you just stir up that gift of God. And God doesn't give him perfect gifts which is in you through, watch this, the laying on of my hands. Paul was basically saying to Timothy, the same thing that's in me, God placed in you. So if if I can make it in here, in this prison, you can make it out there. And folks, you know, I've been doing this here at Grace Church for 24 years. I eat the same message or the same, yeah, the same message that I feed you every week. So if by God's grace, I can make 29 years of marriage, be faithful to one woman for 29 years, raise healthy kids, get me through disease, keep my sanity when I feel like going crazy, navigate the impossible, started from the bottom, now I'm here. Now listen, I'm watching folk walk out and all the rest. Just because the food getting a little hot is good for you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. So stop blaming God for your anxiety. Stop blaming God for all your worry. Stop blaming God for all your nervousness. It did not come from God. Now, we sanitize these things. We give them these psychological words and and we, you know, woo, woo, woo. But but God didn't give you that. That comes from the world, the flesh, and the devil. All that anxiety you were not built for, made for, God didn't put that on you. God has not, 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 not. All that anxiety was just my personality. You don't know what happened. God has not given us, plural, me, you, 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 a spirit of fear. But what did God give us in its place? Power. 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 The term there in the Greek, we all know it as dunamis. Hundreds of years later, the term was used. We got the word dynamite from the word dunamis, speaks of power and all the rest of stuff. But back then, there was no dynamite. They didn't invent it yet. They didn't have electricity, so it couldn't have been a boom. Back then, the word dunamis reflected the power of an advancing army. God wants us to, to walk like a person speaking. 
speak like a person, act like a person that has a whole army behind them. A person that recognizes more for us than against us. God did not give you that timid, weak, fretting spirit. But he gave you a spirit of what? Power. The attitude that's afraid to ask somebody, do you need prayer? That attitude, afraid to say, come on, go with me to my father's house. That, that, that attitude's not from God, it's from the devil. These men were dealing with real crises. Not just, you know what, maybe, maybe they, they, they might talk about me or, or a little bit of rejection. No, real crises. I may not go home to my family tonight. I might not live another day. But these men and women, they faced it with boldness and confidence. What are we if we can't do the minimum? Because we're afraid of what someone might think. 99% of the time, they're grateful someone asked. I'm here today because of someone else who one day had the courage to ask me a question. But of power, watch this, and of what? Love. Do you love anybody enough to get over your reputation? To get over your insecurities? To ask them, where are you? Can I help? And I'm going to end with this. End of a sound mind. Literally, that means a delivered mind. How many of you want to live with a delivered mind? Free of panic. Free of fear. Free of intimidation. A delivered, set free mind with the air blowing fluid through it is fresh. He might have been in a squalid, stinking environment, but in his mind, he was free. In his mind, God was fresh. And of a sound, a delivered I want to be delivered from the cares of this world. I want to be delivered from thinking I got to do everything in my life like there's no God who cares. And a sound and delivered mind. What scripture is teaching is you can be calm when everybody else is going crazy. Please don't mishear me because sometimes people hear messages like this to their own hurt. And they think they always got to feel like, you know, they're shouting at the top of the mountain. No, if you read the Psalms, man, David sometimes lays it out to the Lord, man, I, I, am, dis- I, am, I am disconcerted. I, I, you know, he's basically, half the time he seems depressed and, and, and he's dealing with struggles and man, man, my enemies and, and this is what's happening to me and, and God, where are you? You know, from the ends of the earth, God, I cry to you. Where? I mean, you're so far away, God, where are you? Why are you so far from my groaning? And, and, and that's his, his prayer. But in the end, he ends in praise. And we will go through moments, and I'm sure Paul did in that prison. But he ended in praise. And you have painful moments, things that take you by surprise, things that knock you down, stuff you can't smile about immediately. But if you hang in there, you can end in praise. He said, God gives us power, love, and a sound. A deliver. I want to be free 
in my mind. I don't want to be worried like everybody else. I don't want to be concerned like everyone else. I don't want to be beat down like everybody. I want to really believe all things are possible to him who believes. I want God to really be the helmet of my salvation, protecting me from crazy thoughts about my future and my family and my, 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 the people I love in my life. I, I want to be delivered in my mind. Thank God I'm saved in my spirit. My, my spirit is like Christ. I'm a new creation deep down in my spirit with the Holy Ghost. But my mind, my mind, my mind, my mind is what I got to be renewed in the spirit and the attitude of my mind. I, I work on this mind and, and give me in this word to re- remind my mind who I am. I'm, I'm not that timid, fearful creature that I once was. And Timothy began to backslide and his image of himself. And, and maybe I can't do this. Maybe I've gone too deep. Maybe, maybe it's too far. And he, no, no, maybe, maybe I need to lie a little bit here. Maybe I need to, you know, a little bit here and buy me a little bit more time and negotiate this and This was what Timothy was thinking. But Paul had to remind him, it's a real gift in you. God lives in you, boy. And you can do what God wants you to do, and you can do it the right way. Pay attention to what I'm saying today. God has not given you a spirit of fear. Yeah, it's going to try to come on you. It's scary out there. It's crazy out there. It's going to try to come on you. And just because you feel it don't mean that you are it. No, it's for real. You will feel fear, but you don't have to be afraid. You know, you, you might every now and then feel like popping somebody, but that ain't the same as popping somebody. That's feeling like popping somebody. But you don't go to jail for assault because you felt something. So what you feel, you don't have to do. He's not giving us a spirit of fear, but power. Oh. Love somebody and a delivered, a sound, healthy mind. One thing about Jesus, if you watch him in the scriptures, he's always clear. Always clear. Never confused. Always clear. Jesus lived with a delivered, a free mind. And this whole scripture was about Timothy tapping into what was really already his. It's available for each of us and to each of us. Imagine if I drank water a month ago and I had a great day a month ago, had eight glasses. And because I was filled a month ago, I say I'm filled now. You can't go without drinking for a month. You you can't rest on an experience that happened 20 years ago today as if it's adequate Isaiah says in 55.1 if anyone thirsts let them come and drink being filled is a daily thing in order to be filled though you gotta come to the well you gotta come to the well you gotta come to the well When my kids were little, we gave them little sippy cups and we would help them drink and all the rest. But as they grow older, it'd be crazy for me to walk up to a grown man with a beard talking about, here's your sippy cup for the day. (laughs) Y'all look at me crazy. But sometimes that's what we expect from God. We want him to bring the sippy cup. 
But that's why we're reading through this New Testament ourselves, so, so we can drink and learn to drink ourselves. This is why we come to church, so we can drink ourselves. You hear but you got to come to the well. The water is available. The psalmist said there is a stream that makes glad the city of God. But you got to tap into that stream. It's there, but you got to tap in. And he was saying, Timothy, the power of God is with you. The power of God is in you. The issue is you've been neglecting it. You've been more worried than tapping. You've been more worrying than praying. You've been stressing more than worshiping. And if you would just tap back into that river that makes glad, you will find the strength you need. My encouragement and my challenge today is to tap in. Come to the well. Find out where that well is in your life and tap in and drink, 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 drink. I'm going to close with this. Years ago when I got my dog, Max, and forgive me, it's kind of a cruddy example. Um, we bought him in Colorado at my sister-in-law's. We were visiting her house, and uh, we saw him in a little dog store. Oh, he's so cute, cute, cute. So we said, okay, we're going to bring him home. And we, and we you know, got him on the, the plane. But um, one of our concerns was, and I, I don't remember if it was the, the shopkeeper that mentioned it to me or not, but um, he did say, well, we, we walk him regularly. You see, what, what happens with puppies is if they're not walked regularly, and they're in a crate, they'll get used to the filth. And I would never be able to crate train him at home because it wouldn't bother him. And what has happened with us is from young ages, we've got acclimated to filth. And we're kind of comfortable in it because that's our environment. But Jesus wants to deliver us. He wants to free us from the cesspool. He wants to clean our minds so we can live free. And there's there's fresh blowing thoughts in our minds about who we are, who God is, what life has for us. But we weren't trained right as children. And we got used to it, so we live in it. And what God wants to do is set us free and say, listen, I am not the one that gave you all that filthy fear. I'm not the one that is trying to make you live that type of life. I am the one that wants to retrain you. You live in power, love, and a sound mind. So before we're done today, I want every head bowed, every eye closed. And God is saying to people in this room, come to the well. You don't need to buy with money. You don't, just come, I'll give freely. If you're thirsty, I want to give you a drink. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Does anyone in this room... Maybe you had some encounters with God. Maybe as a child you were baptized. Maybe 10 years ago you had an experience, but you know that if you went to, to, to heaven or you died today, you don't know if you'd go be with the Lord. Your family would be wondering and you'd leave them. 
questions instead of answers, instead of comfort. In these last moments, God is saying, come to the well. If there's anyone thirsty, if you're thirsty, that's the only indication. If you're hungry, if you want this, if there's any thirsty, come and drink. In a moment, I'm going to ask people to lift your hands. If there's any in this room, it says, I want Jesus. Right now, I'm not talking about church. I'm not talking about anything else except tapping into that river that can make me glad, that can give me a joy the world can't give and the world can't take away. Lord, I got to go deeper. I can't just be connected to my paycheck. I can't just be connected to how well my body feels. I can't just be connected to how many people like me and, and follow me. And all that. Lord, I need my joy to come from another place. Father, I want to know my creator and his love and mercy. If there's any here that would like to receive Jesus as Savior and Lord, I'd like you to lift your hand. If there's any in this room, just slip your hand up right now. In Jesus' name. You've been listening to Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer. We pray that God's Word has equipped you to think big, do big, and live big in a way that your life overflows and blesses those around you. If you want to learn more about becoming a Christian or you feel that you need to rededicate your life to Christ, we want to walk you through the steps to do so. Go to gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more and watch videos from Bishop Greer that will guide you into your life in Christ. Again, that's gracechurchva.org salvation. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. While you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big. It's with the help of folks like yourself that Derek Greer Ministries can bring God's life-changing and impactful gospel to over 100,000 people around the world each week. As we begin the new year, we have a fresh opportunity to join together and help the hurting. Please consider partnering with Derek Greer Ministries to help spread God's message even further via radio, television, and the internet. Getting started is easy. Go to DerekGreer.com. That's DerekGreer.com and select the green donate button at the top right of the screen. Thank you and God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.